0: Oh my god, my spina bifida is acting up again. Ready? I'm
1: ready when you are, sir. Hey guys, welcome to Culture Jack, you're here with Dustin and Anthony. Tonight on the show, we are going to talk about YouTube from the viewer and the creator standpoint. So get your headphones on, you're about to get jacked. Alright guys, so we're going to start off tonight's episode talking about YouTube from two different stances, but right before I dive into that, I just want to point out a couple of really cool statistics
0: that we looked up. Bringing you the facts. Dropping them hard, dropping dropping them them. fast.
1: So, uh, probably the most important things that you guys need to understand about YouTube is as of 2017, there are more than 400 hours of content uploaded to YouTube each minute. Oh, I thought you were going to say day. <laughs> yep. a uh, minute. One Jesus. billion hours of content is watched on YouTube every day. One One billion with a B. Billion with a B. So take that into consideration
0: when we talk. That seems low because like half of that's my numbers alone. About YouTube today. Fair enough. It's also ranked as the second
1: largest search engine and... Website in this big circle world.
0: <laughs> After uh, Pornhub? Pornhub number one, YouTube number two? Strong competition. Strong competition. But no. What's number one? What is number one? Excellent question. <laughs> Don't keep me waiting. I can't wait. Excellent. I'm on the edge of my seat. Question. I'm dying.
1: This For is a, some reason. The
0: suspense, the suspense is killing me.
1: Beyond me. Barbie.com beats it.
0: Barbie.com. It's, that sounds sounds a little weird.
1: <laughs> it is weird. I'm not sure who wrote this into Wikipedia, but... <laughs> no, it's uh, Google, Google, of course,
0: is number one. YouTube is number two. And Google owns YouTube anyway, so... Yep. Well, that's fantastic. So,
1: so let's dive into it, though, from a... From a viewer standpoint, I think YouTube, in the early days, for me anyways, was more or less used as a tool, (laughs) I will (laughs) say say more than anything, because like, I remember back in the day, be like, I'm going to get on YouTube and figure out how to do X, and there was a bunch of shitty videos of a bunch of crackpots with cell phones, crappy But they show you how to do X. They kind of did. Most of them. (laughs) In some cases, I wish they didn't watch the YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> went and went to, like, the actual manufacturer website or something? Right, absolutely.
1: Just pulled up a, a, a thing, though.
0: There was that, and then
1: the music videos, I remember, being a pretty big thing.
0: Um, well, people primarily used it, too, to, as a, you know, kind of a photo bucket type website where oh, they yeah. would just, that's right. you know, they just store their home movies yeah. or, or, you know, stuff that they thought was interesting them or their vacations or stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, but I feel like it's evolved pretty dramatically probably over the last five
0: years, five years. I mean, what were you using YouTube for in the early days? I, well, to be honest, I wasn't. Like, I just, I was, I'd see the occasional viral video that, that came out, you know, I'd see like the Star Wars kid, but you know, like even him, he, it was a website I went to. It was like starwarskid.com or something, (laughs) you know, where they showed like, you know, that kid that was swinging around the curtain rod and. And they... Uh, his dad added the edit... Anim- no, not his dad. It was, like, kids from his school. Like, he's swinging around this curtain rod in his drama theater. He showed it to his buddy, who was, I guess, not that great of a buddy, who took it out and, like, he edited it in Star Wars effects, like lasers. Like, the kid was hitting off lasers and falling down and out of breath and stuff. And then there was hundreds of different iterations that people right. did special effects on. And, and he had to, like, move schools and stuff. It was terrible. But that... That was the kind of video watching that. I, I'm sure it was on YouTube. Um, yeah, I think
1: the, yeah, there was a bunch of goofy stuff going on. Like the
0: Numa Numa kid. Numa yeah. Numa. Numa Numa.
1: Yeah, there was a bunch of goofy stuff. I think the internet in that time was in a weird spot with video as in general, too. Right. You know? I mean, there was a lot of goofy things going on and a lot of goofy viral videos getting out there.
0: But YouTube evolved from that, I think, pretty nicely. Uh, Well, in some cases uh, to a a more serialized format and and people started loading loading videos and finding that there was a market for people to come back and and watch them as like personalities.
1: Yeah, 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 that's true. I think it matured with the internet a little bit Mm -hmm. there. I think that Google, they acquired them in 2006. I think that they started taking a little bit of the business standpoint. and attempted to start helping some of the creators. I mean, a lot of the guys that you, if you look them up now and you listen to some of their stories about being creators in 2006, 2007, it was a lot, uh, their creativity and from what you saw then to today is leaps and bounds different. Man. Oh, it's, sure. You know, it's like watching an 80s movie versus watching a, you know, a 2018 movie,
0: right? Production quality's Production gone quality, up. quality, the story, the... People are sharing information and mm-hmm. learning together, yeah, it's... Yeah. It's pretty neat to see, though. Pretty, pretty dramatic difference, but um, who do you watch on YouTube? Like, what do you, do you watch? Any any one person's like your go to YouTube personality or show or like a, a genre that you really enjoy? Or um, as far as, as far as YouTube
1: goes, uh, I watch an assortment of stuff. Really, it, it depends on on what I'm in the mood for. I do have a couple of auto auto guys that I watch. Um regularly. There's you know, I, I I still watch some of the really big guys. The I'll watch Casey Neistat every once in a while. I think he's got some enjoyable content. Uh Peter McKinnon's one that I, I do watch most of his stuff. Uh that the Travel Feels is every once in once in a while. Uh Roberto Blake's every once in a while. Uh there's a lot more more so probably on the auto side than anything else
0: uh Tutvid i watch too that's more of a tutorial you know what's crazy about youtube and we talked about this before is just the assortment that's out of out there like out of all those names that you just listed i recognize maybe two of them total and i'm sure probably those guys are 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 big guys with lots of followers lots of subscribers and and they've got got their followings oh they do and I have no idea who you're talking about, right. and I bet I could rattle off a list of six or seven that you'd have no idea yep. that, that I'm talking about, and, and we've done that before, and I watch you know some of the large uh, video game channels, or that used to be video game channel like the PewDiePie and the Jacksepticeye and those kinds of guys, and and then, uh, of course, uh, Philip DeFranco, I watch him oh, on, I watched, occasion. I I Philip DeFranco on occasion, he's pretty good,
1: his face looks plastic.
0: His face does look plastic. He he's very expressive with his hand. I'm just saying,
1: just like I watch Philip DeFranco every (laughs) once in a while. The one thing is, is he just he looks like a created person.
0: He he looks like a uh, a character creation mode at the beginning of a game. Doesn't doesn't he? he, He's like option
1: one. You're like you're You're like like, preset preset preset. preset. Philip DeFranco. Yeah, you're like
0: what the hell? (laughs) Is this guy real? (laughs) (laughs) He's a. does he call all the rest of us beautiful bastards? Because he has those insecurities about himself. He thinks he's a CG CGI developed I, I, game I, I, character. Maybe maybe he does. He's, this is an outward thing that he's he's trying to project. Hmm. A Little weird. <laughs> I watch guys too that don't don't produce often. You know they don't put out videos all the time. I watch, like, uh, Cyanide and Happiness. I enjoy uh, Digital Corridor. They put out some great, uh, you know, stuff. They do a lot of stuff with, like, CG and effects and stuff. And then occasionally, you know, I'll I'll need a little tutorial on something, so I'll look that up. And I saw a meme online, and, and you'd appreciate it. It was, like, uh, I need to find something out on YouTube oh here's a video that might help me yo it's your boy back with another video and you're like I don't want to hear this I just want you to show me what it is that I'm looking for so that's kind of funny
1: that is funny that's that's super funny and, and actually that that Kind of brings me to a a, an interesting point, and maybe you can or can't relate. And it's not just exclusive to YouTube; it's more or less the internet. But we'll just talk about it in the YouTube space. And that is, when you are searching for something semi-specific, we won't even get to the nitty-gritty of specific, or you know, we're not. I'm not going to get super specific. But have you ever searched for something with intention, and you're like, "Good Lord, man!" And you're watching video. No, no. No, skip. I know that shit isn't it. I know that shit isn't it. I know that, especially sure. when it, when, especially when it comes to. I find that most often with computer stuff, or if I'm getting kind of knee deep into After Effects or uh, Premiere stuff, and then I really need something specific that I'm looking for, and then you watch ten videos and you're like, all right, screw it. I know this one video that the guy was headed in the right direction, and I'm just gonna have to change stuff
0: to make it work for me. Sure. Oh no, I've experienced that for sure, and I. It, a lot of it's like video games, and I'm like looking for how do I get past this this part or this point, and then I hit. I'm like, okay, well, here's a guy. Who, oh, nope, that's a compilation video. Nope, that's the ten funniest moments in this game. I don't need any of that, any of that garbage. I I need you to show me, show me how to beat this level. I'm not good enough.
1: Right. So, what what is your genres though? I mean, what is your outside of? And we'll both cut it. Because I didn't really answer your question earlier, but uh, what is your primary genres of YouTube? YouTube specific, and we'll take off the how tos, because I think everybody has how tos. It has to be built into everybody, sure. Because right? I don't know anybody that isn't has never
0: used YouTube to how to. A lot of people use YouTube to how to. Ah, uh, as far as the genre goes, I don't know. I like I like hearing people's opinions. I like the. You know the sit-down interview. You know, person gives me their two cents on maybe a a current topic or something like that, or or uh, discusses something that that's got some relevancy in the world and and kind of what their their spin on it or so their like take is. So, like a review is. or like a yeah, like a like a review or just kind of a you know recap on hey, this is what it is. Maybe they got some jazzy music or some clever cuts. Oh, I also like videos that incorporate. Uh, skits that are that are clever. I like uh, fast cuts, hard cuts, uh, videos where people are talking to themselves and they cut it like it's two different people. That's kind of interesting oh. as well. And then of course I I watch some some video game channels on occasion. I don't have as much time to watch YouTube with the kids. You know, um, they like watching those freaking egg videos, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen one no, of those. No, I don't know what that is. that is. Uh, <clears throat> I'll just really quickly, before you tell us about your genres, the egg videos are where these spoiled brats of kids get delivered by their parents a giant like Easter egg, the little plastic ones that you open, and it's filled with toys. And many of these toys are like in bags that you can't see what's in the bag. They're called blind bags, and they open them up, and the kid's surprised. And they open all these toys up, and they say, Wow, I'm sure surprised by this toy, and then... Uh, they have millions and millions of followers, some of them. you and know, This is
1: like a weekly show?
0: You see, they'll do it weekly. They'll, some, some of them do it more often than that. Um, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. So is this like an unboxing? This is like a real toy thing or is yeah, this like yeah, a TV show?
0: Yeah, it, no, it's it, – what do you mean? A real toy thing?
1: Yeah, like is this like some shit people get and they like open it live on TV? Yeah.
0: Oh, this whole time I'm thinking you were telling
1: like some weird like TV show like Teletubbies or some shit. No, 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 no. So no. this is like an unboxing for these little Easter eggs. Yeah, things. this
0: is a whole genre, a whole brand of videos out on oh, YouTube. Okay, no,
1: no, I'm getting you now. At first I was like, what the hell? <laughs> is
0: show are You letting your kid watch? It yeah, man, crazy. it's great. Every week they come back with another egg. <laughs> they open it up, so, and they, either sadness or happiness know, is inside. I, I, okay. They get so, to choose. <laughs>
1: so, so, <laughs> so if I understand you right, these people get these eggs, yeah. and then they just open the egg on the on the on the camera. For the YouTube viewer, yes, and then they show you what's inside of it, and your kids get excited because there's some new thing in there. Yeah,
0: usually it's 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 either the kids opening them up and being excited, or it's just like someone's hands coming out from behind a camera opening it up, and it's got that very visceral feel, like ASMR video or something, where it's got the noises are very very yeah. loud and pronounced in the video as well. So they had they they clearly.
1: Are selling you on the sound effects and the realism, and
0: and, and they're selling the kids too. Because my oh, daughter, yeah, no, if I if I let her, she will watch this thing for two hours
1: without Just a toys break, being
0: open. Just toys being open. She loves it. Fucking consumerism. I'm crazy. doing my my videos all wrong, man. My channel's all wrong. No shit. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, what, what kind of genres do you like on Good the YouTube? Um,
1: right now, my top genres are, and I'll make it short and sweet. Really. Um, I've been on this like weird artistic kick lately. Nice with uh, people that have either videography, cinematography, uh, ph- photography, uh, art as in painting or drawing. Uh, I just have been on a huge kick on chasing down a bunch of these guys that. That uh, are really good on it. I can't remember. There's a YouTuber I was just watching. All he does is exclusive cinematic car videos. Kind of really, really interesting. The first one I hmm. watched, I was like, this is really weird. There's no dialogue, there's no talking. Um, but the guy apparently goes around the country or world and he does very cinematic. He gets like really cool cars or people's really cool cars. And that's all he does is very cinematic from highs, lows, mids, uh, drones. Uh, it's kind of a unique. He's got his mm. own style. Very cool to watch, though. Uh, some I think are a little long, but very unique style. Uh, stuff like that, you know, that's been really what's been kind of captivating my my brain and being like, man, these guys are they're so creative, and it fuels me fuels me to see this. Um, that's really been the the, the high points. Um, again, so, some of the auto stuff I, I enjoy. Uh, that'd be probably the big ones and again I still watch like the Peter McKinnon who, who is a videographer and a mm-hmm. photographer so that plays back into it um, and, and that's probably the big ones I've, I've been trying to venture out more that's one of the things that I guess I'm horrible with with YouTube because as as uh, we said in one of our recent one of our recent podcasts where we talked about Netflix and versus uh, Dish Network or DirecTV mm-hmm. cable to where you have this ability to reach out to all of these channels, there is no bigger service in the world than YouTube to reach out to channels. And once you find two or seven or 10 on YouTube, I feel like there's enough content being generated that you get you kind of miss some of what else is going on. Oh, sure, it's I mean, a big website, man. I mean, for one billion hours of content being watched today, a billion hours, man, I mean, there's so much you can learn or or uh, grow with that. I think the potential there—it's ridiculous. Or you could be
0: straight up poisoned because I. Oh this, yeah, no, you can be poisoned for sure. There's got to be a lot of poison on YouTube. Like oh, there I don't, is. I don't venture venture into those dark waters. But
1: yeah, but you had to have watched a, a video that you're like, yeah, I disagree with this shit.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, you yeah.
1: Know, I mean, I, I watched one yesterday. I was it was an auto an auto thing, but they were installing. I mean, it, this is a different type of poison, I guess, but. It is still po- for me. It's poison because I watched it. I'm like, oh, that's a, a hunk of shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Why is this even on here? Um,
0: oh man, you're a little uh, no little YouTube well, snob, huh? No, I'm not YouTube snob. No, I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: no, no, the video was a good video. Oh, gotcha. The product that they had brought on there, and, and I was in a, and I left the note, and, and I think the dude understood because he lo- hearted my comment or whatever. But I'm just like, this looks like you're shit like, hey, you. man. You know, and it wasn't a a, a thing toward him necessarily. Sure, but I've also watched there's there's some creators. I mean, it goes the same for podcasts. We'll Mm -hmm. talk about that in a different episode. But there's some creators that after a while you get kind of burned out on, you know,
0: or they take that funky turn, and you're like, man, right? But now I think that's a perfectly good time to talk about creators. Uh, You and myself, we both create. Yeah. on on youtube uh and i think both of us have learned a lot since we started started making youtube how long have you been doing youtube for since
1: 2016
0: 2016 and i think i started a year before that and you've you far surpassed me with your abilities but uh as far as creating on youtube what are what are some of the big challenges the big big hurdles that you have um. Oh, uh,
1: in the brief, I'll ex- you know I'll explain, and this isn't a plug. I don't want to sit here and plug either. I, I feel we, we we don't need to sit here and plug any of this stuff. But no. So, no it's so, just so challenges. Yeah, I've got two channels that I run, and I think uh, one of the biggest biggest challenge is is uh, not no not necessarily creating content, but it's taking an idea and then developing it into something tangible, and and not just. Uh, hey this is this idea I'm just going to go do it I mean that's the natural instinct Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think turning that idea into something real um, that has uh, material to it that has something I I guess it's it's meaty yeah it's it's meaty it's not just just, hey Dustin and I are going to go shoot climbing a hill and then it's just you and I climbing a hill you know, how do you turn that I'm gonna
0: write that down though, so like we can go do that. Yeah, I know. Seriously. But,
1: uh how do we turn that into something visually pleasing and it has a story about it? Why are they climbing the hill? Where do they start? What did they do to prepare? So forth and so on. So so I would say that that's one of the hurdles and one of the tough things, at least for me, um, that that I'm working toward, um and then probably the most Beyond that, there's a lot of details we'll get into. I think in another episode. But uh, beyond that is uh, con- uh, content continuity. You know, you gotta have you gotta, definitely gotta have that, and then just drop and, dropping and fresh shit every
0: week, man. At least every week. One of the things that and anyone that makes makes stuff on YouTube, unless those people have really you know incredible personalities and a lot of you know things to say that are substantive, but is the editing. Like when I got started editing, you know, I would I'd be lazy with it, and I wouldn't do as many cuts as I needed, or in the right places, or I'd film and, and it'd be too long in in sections. because you edit I, your videos? Yeah. <laughs> I am joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you've been waiting to say that this I whole know, episode. I know, I know. Uh, it, <laughs> sometimes you know you you take that footage, and so you don't want to throw it away, man. You want to keep it. It's the the best thing ever. Why wouldn't anyone want to be exposed to this three hours of the fair that I just visited? I mean, this is important for them to see. Uh, But people don't want to see all that. They want to see a nice 20-second snippet of the fair. They want to see uh, not only uh, 20 seconds, but they want to see that 20 seconds broken up into three different segments is what they want to see. So uh, kind of getting over that fact, getting over myself a little bit. I think it was a very, very big hurdle and something that I had to work had to work pretty hard to do.
1: I agree with that. I I, I agree 100%. And I, I think you learn that from a couple of things. I mean, obviously, the response that you get on YouTube helps. Sure. Uh, to some degree. I mean, that <laughs> so, by help, I mean you're crying in your pillow deep sometimes. at night. Because you got one view or whatever it is. But I, but I also think uh, creatively it is the most challenging and yet rewarding thing I've probably done creatively to this day that I feel like uh, you have the opportunity um, and it's yours. Um, is it easier for others? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's an endless argument. I don't give a shit sure. who you are, you know. Uh, but I do think that if you do it and you work hard and you reinvent yourself at each stroke of, of weakness there, because, I mean, You spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and editing's a good thing. I mean, I definitely wasn't a professional editor to any degree. I still am not, I'm still not a professional editor to any
0: degree, but uh, I've gotten to a point where before I didn't care for editing. And now, well, depending on the video, of course, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy putting that story together. And then there's some videos, of course. You know, I'm I'm in the hour three, hour four of the edit, and I'm like, oh my god, when will, right. <laughs> when will this end? And I just trudge through. But, uh, yeah, that's it's definitely been a change for me.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I've gotten to a point, depending on what kind of video it is, to where I can generally cut through it fairly fairly quick. Uh, but it, again, it depends on what I'm trying to accomplish with the video. But I do enjoy it. I enjoy the creative part of that. Uh, Cutting it down and then adding stuff too because certain videos I'll intentionally cut and then I know that I need to add additional b-roll or additional footage and That's kind of the fun part. I'm like okay now I know I need to go shoot X or go shoot Y so then I'll go shoot that bring it back And and then go for it, but uh, it's kind of an endless journey or an endless pursuit, right? I mean at least I feel that it's a it's a never-ending challenge that hey man you got to get better at this, or i review an older video. And it's a testament of time, man. I mean, if you look at the, some of the first videos I put out versus now, I think there's a world of difference in, in just not just the quality of the the editing, but the quality of content, the the, the clarity of voice. The well, just that's everything. not just you either, because no,
0: I know. I, I if you look at any one of the big YouTubers that you like to watch, or anyone likes to watch, and you go back, you just. Drop into their video archive and if they haven't deleted them, go back to the earlier videos. And especially if you're a, a content creator that's listening to this podcast, don't get discouraged, man. Because some of their older videos weren't that great either. Right. And it just takes practice like anything else. It just takes takes doing it over and over again. And you know, you don't have to trust us, we're not experts, but we're learning and we're growing. Yeah.
1: Well actually technically speaking, I think we are classified as experts.
0: How do you how do you classify an expert?
1: Justification of becoming an expert: is ten thousand hours in one one thing. Have you spent ten thousand hours doing YouTube yet? Creating content. I
0: doubt it. Maybe. I don't know. Between filming and editing and yeah, maybe. Is that all it takes to become an expert? Is time?
1: Well, in one in one item, yeah. Now you so, may not. You may be an expert at creating YouTube videos. However, you may not be an expert in Premiere Pro or video. (laughs) Because, I mean, think about that, though. Think about it. I'm serious, though. Because you can create... At the individual aspects of it? Yeah. I'm not talking about that. But, like, at creating a YouTube, I would consider... At creating a YouTube video, I can tell you how to do it and and complete all of those tasks in a very logical and meaningful manner.
0: No, you've just blown my mind, though, really, with this whole expert... uh... You know, stipulation on what what it takes to be an expert. Like masturbation, pooping, eating, walking, driving a vehicle. I'm experts in all those things. Some Basically, are in question.
1: Some are in question. None of those are in question, <laughs> Some sir. of those are in
0: question. Ne- no. I will, <laughs> I will point you to an internet video for each oh and every my one of them.
1: goodness.
0: I take that back. Not each and every one of them. <laughs> Should we end the podcast? Should we? Should we? Let's uh, let's just
1: drop something in regard to YouTube. YouTube, great tool. What I'll say about YouTube, real quick, from a uh, viewer standpoint, I don't think there's a better video platform out there. Uh, from watching anything you want to watch to looking up stuff to help you,
0: it's like wading through a landfill and finding stake there's a lot of stake hidden in that in that landfill absolutely well in in they they keep kind of the junk to the bottom of
1: the list which is good and a bad thing right um and then from the creator standpoint if you are a creator listening to this or thinking about doing it i i would encourage anybody you know and, and in fact i would say i would say this it, it does take time it does take
0: perseverance um a lot of it is mental game it also takes a, a huge investment you said time already a time investment but there's also a monetary investment like you need equipment you know you need the microphones you need the cameras you need the computers and depending on what you're doing you may need additional gear beyond that yeah i mean that that's a whole i can
1: talk to that point heavily
0: we'll we'll drop that in another episode yeah
1: so but i would say this be creative, get out there, keep inspired, and, and, and get after it, though. I mean, you can record with your cell phone, too, though. If you've got a story to tell, I mean, start with something simple and basic. Don't set your expectations to be Pie in a week. Um, but do what you love and what you enjoy doing. I think that's the most important thing.
0: That was beautiful. Hey, but that's it, guys. Throw your headphones to the floor. Check us out on Twitter, at CultureJack. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tune in. Uh, next week for another episode of Culture Jack. Culture Jack. Deck, games, movies, and more.